0: Welcome to the Emotion Podcast with me, Melissa Curran, founder and CEO of the Modern Mind Group. We're dedicated to improving your people skills so that you can have better relationships with others for a much more fulfilling life or career. People skills are not just a nice to have, they're a have to have. So when it comes to organizations as well, this really does impact the workplace and the results that you'll get from that. We're gonna be delving into topics such as emotional intelligence, communication, leadership, workplace wellbeing, mental health, culture, and performance. I'm gonna be answering your questions on all of these topics and sharing some insights from my career to help you move forward and definitely emotioneer a modern mindset. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel or on the Facebook page As well as LinkedIn. We look forward to connecting with you there. In this episode today, we are specifically looking at nonverbal skills. In the last episode, we talked about social skills and how the verbal and the nonverbal come together to create this congruency and to build great relationships. So now we're gonna break it down further and look much more specifically at the nonverbal skills. Because when we think about communication, we often think about the words or the verbal skills that we're using and not pay so much attention to the way that we're actually coming across. When I decided to become a counsellor and to take the qualifications in order to do that, one of the key areas that I wanted to focus on was definitely the non-verbal side and it became apparent that this was where I needed to lay my focus anyway and the reason for that was because basically when uh, you know you're having a conversation with somebody else who is telling you about their deepest most intimate situations experiences you really want them to be able to align with how you know how your reactions are you don't want to come across too surprised or to be judgmental it's really to look also as well at what is not being said so sometimes they may be saying something to you but they're not giving you the full picture other sorts of jobs that this will actually be really really important in is when you're working as a detective as a a psychologist business consultant teachers salespeople, people people right? Because nonverbal skills is where we really can understand other people's emotions. We can really connect with them on another level. So what are our nonverbal skills? So just to be clear on what they actually are, we're talking about how we listen to others. We're talking about our body language, our gestures, our facial expressions, and we have many of them. We're talking about our eye contact or lack of eye contact, the gaze. So not just the eye contact, what type of eye contact is it? And then we're looking at posture as well. So there's quite a few plates that we're spinning as human beings whilst we're connecting with other people. And they are all so important. Why are they important? Because they help you to build trust and create meaningful relationships. Experts agree, whilst there is a lot of intricacies around this and varying uh, research, experts all agree that 70 to 93% of what we communicate is non-verbal. So we are much more likely to believe what we see and feel rather than what we're actually hearing. Interesting, I know, again, I'm recording this live on Clubhouse, so you guys can only hear what I'm saying, and you can only hear what I'm saying through the podcast as opposed to actually seeing me. But I do release some of my videos, So you can find them on YouTube. You can see them on LinkedIn. And that actually helps somebody to see how congruent you are. Right. And build this kind of level of trust. People want to see you. They don't just want to hear you and hear what you've got to say. They want to get involved. They want to be able to build a relationship. So it's helpful in setting up for open conversations. Right. To, To help other people to be more open with you and to create a psychologically safe environment for someone. And it's also about helping others with their mental health, definitely, and making connections for personal and professional, um, you know, potential and and to step forward. It is about sending messages. Nonverbal is about sending messages and signals, which thankfully we can do universally no matter where we're from. But it is basically impossible not to communicate with someone in close proximity, even when you're not actually speaking. So really, really vitally important to remember that. That's why most of the time uh, people have arguments about being on their phone, because it is communicating something. If you're with somebody and you're on your phone the whole time, you are communicating with them, that you're not present. You're not there. You're not with them. Right. So how do we improve them? So it's one thing knowing what they are. and how do we improve them well firstly if you want to improve your listening skills you can go to the website and it is www.modernmindgroup.co.uk and you can go to the free resources section and there is a free downloadable course it's an hour's worth of course which is on the art of effective listening so you can actually improve your listening skills by following that hour course you can receive a certificate and also get accredited for that there as well so that's one part But here's some other things to think about. So if you've got a pen and paper, I suggest you write them down. Here's some other ways that you can improve how you can be much more aware and come across in a way to others that will be much better for you in terms of building your relationships. The first one is Egan. Okay, Egan created in 2002 the SOLER technique. S-O-L-E-R. And he recommends using it for nonverbal listening. Okay, so because it's again, it's communicating with the other person when you're not speaking, and they stand for something. So each one of those letters stand for something. So the first one is squarely. The second one is open. So you want to be square in the way that you communicate. You know, the way that your sort of um, body positioning is to the other person. That's why most sort of counselors or um, the, the profession where you'll have a conversation with with somebody will be, you know, face to face, and it will be in front of. It will be open. So you want to be open gestures with your arms. So O stands for open, open gestures. You're not folding your arms. You're not cross legged. You're sitting there quite open uh, in in your approach. And the L stands for lean. You want to lean in. And I know a lot of people use this phrase, lean into things, not physically lean just slightly, just lean slightly forward. And what that's actually going to show the other person is that you have interest And that you are invested in them as a human being. So not sitting back, you know, legs up, relaxing away. If you're in a situation where you're building a relationship with someone, slightly leaning forward uh, can definitely help you. The E stands for eyes or eye contacts, but remember it's eye contact plus the gaze. So, contact is the look in. Gaze really shows that sort of level of interest, affection, or hostility towards somebody. That could also be, right? We can sometimes have a gaze and we can feel like, oh gosh, that person doesn't really like me very much, or I feel like they're quite hostile towards me. So, be mindful of that. Okay. And then the last one that stands for the R stands for relaxed. If you are relaxed in the way that you come across, you can help somebody else to relax as well. If you're quite rigid or quite um, nervous or tense, then, of course, that's going to be, again, because we communicate, we can't really put our finger on it, but we can sense something, especially as an empath, then you can figure out someone isn't very relaxed. So try to, I know it sounds difficult, but just try to relax as much as possible. And then I have some other opportunities for you in terms of technique that you can use. Carl Rogers looks at the core conditions of counselling. And for me, these can be used when you are having conversations with colleagues in the workplace, when you're a leader helping your employees. And it's just three letters and it's Q, like the Q that you would use on a pool table or in snooker, a Q, C-U-E or a Q for coming on from um, you know the the wings on the stage or within a film setting c u e c stands for congruence i've said it a few times congruence does what you're saying match who you are and the way that you're coming across or so people want to see that you stands for unconditional positive regard. So regardless of what someone is saying to you, have an unconditional positive regard. And that means that you truly allow love to take a place in. In any relationship even with somebody that maybe when you're working with doesn't perform as well as other people understand that that's a human being so it is to have unconditional positive regard and believe in the potential of that person above maybe the mistakes or the behavior that they they have been doing so that will help you to have much more Open conversations, and you know, it basically removes the judgment from it. You having unconditional positive regard means that you believe that you can help that person move through it rather than sitting there judging them, like, or thinking, oh, I would have done, wouldn't have done that, or I would have done this a different way. Just listening to what that person says. And E stands for empathy, <laughs> you know, understanding other people's emotions, which it not as easy as it sounds right? A lot of people are challenged in this particular area. So if empathy is something that you want to improve on, I suggest that you listen to episode 14 of the Emotion Hearing Podcast, where I do go into depth about how you can actually improve empathy. Okay. So some of those, you definitely will be able to use and put those into action and they will create a much more positive experience for you and the other person. Okay. But what is great about non-verbal communication? Well, it doesn't matter what language a person is speaking, you can always find a way to communicate with them. And I have a great story about this. So I worked uh, in my former life, I suppose you can say, many moons ago, I was a personal trainer and a sports massage therapist. And whilst working within the gym, you had to, of course, induct people to be able to come into the gym and safely use uh, the equipment, but also know how to use the equipment safely as well and many people while i was working in london were of course not english speaking from a first language perspective some people that lived there could not speak a word of english at all so they would come in for the gym gym induction and i would have to show them how to use the machines even though they couldn't speak to me and i wasn't able to communicate with them verbally i i loved it anyway i absolutely loved it because physically showing somebody how to use a machine using gestures they are universal so just be mindful of that okay and also the other thing about nonverbal is that emotions expressed are also universal if someone is expressing an emotion it's universal it doesn't matter where they're from we can sense that we understand the feeling. And if you are empathetic and you have improved your empathy, you will be able to sense that and know that you may need to adapt slightly what you're actually doing. Now, there's a, a very, very clear point to point out about nonverbal skills. And this is that whilst I'm telling you to look out for all of these things and be mindful of how you are looking, um, uh, you know, and, and coming across, be mindful of that we don't look too much at one particular nonverbal message and what I mean by that is that we should be looking at them collectively to form or piece together a picture of what is going on rather than looking at something individually and what I mean by that is that Jeff Thompson uh, created here's another uh, these are great acronyms and sort of mnemonics for you guys to use today so that he talks about the three C's of nonverbal communication and they are context clusters and congruence again this comes up see it's a theme <laughs> absolutely makes sense uh, but number one is the context so be mindful it, someone may be behaving differently in a different environment so if you have seen them in one environment okay so let's go back to the workplace and think about this that when you're with them in the team they're acting one certain way and they're able to communicate effectively then you put them into a boardroom or into a meeting with directors and suddenly they start to act nervous. They come across like they're not organized because, again, remember, this is the Emotion hearing Podcast. We're talking about moving people from fear to courage to confidence. So they may be out of their comfort zone. So if they're in a new environment, then it can adapt their behavior away from what they would usually come across like. So be mindful of that. At clusters, you want to look at a collection of nonverbal skills together. So the, the best example of this is if someone is folding their arms in front of you. Well, if they're folding their arms in front of you, it could tell you that they're disinterested or that they're coming across quite dismissive or defensive. However, if you add on the fact that their teeth are chattering, they are shaking and then think about the environment and the temperature around you and it might be minus five. It could just be that they are extremely cold. Same thing with hands in the pockets. Right. So you have to kind of look at these things as clusters of information. And again, before you cast that judgment. Right. And then the last piece is congruent. Does it match what they're saying? So is their behavior matching what they say? and does it all piece together so remember those three c's context clusters and congruence thank you for listening to me talk about this topic today i hope you've really enjoyed it start to look at how you how you operate in terms of your non-verbal skills and i can promise you the more that you improve them your relationships will get better and they will be absolutely much more meaningful thanks for listening to the emotion hearing podcast with me, Melissa Curran, today. It's been great. Remember to subscribe to Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or all three. You can also come to the website, modernmindgroup.com, where you can subscribe there, stay in contact, and let us know what you really think. Give us the feedback. This is going to get better by knowing what you think. Uh, has this given you food for thought? Has it helped you change something? What has it inspired? Let us know because that's why we're doing it. It's all about the people, people, people. (laughs) Have a great day and ciao for now.